welcome to Yo and Yo's podcast. With a century of experience and perspective, we unpack the latest tax, accounting, technology, financial, and advisory topics relevant to you and your business. Listen in as we analyze challenges, explore potential opportunities, and help you find ways to thrive. This is Everyday Business with Yo and Yo. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Everyday Business. My name is Pete Bender, and I'm the leader of Yo and Yo Wealth Management and a principal at Yo and Yo in our Saginaw office. Today's topic is legacy planning. I'm happy to be joined again by Matt Cash from Advantax Planning Partners. Matt is a CFP and a financial planning consultant with Advantax, and we partner with Advantax to provide holistic financial planning solutions for our clients. How are you doing today, Matt? Good. How are you, Pete? I'm doing all right. Little, little rough on the voice, but I think we'll be fine. We'll power through it, and I'll just let you do all the talking today anyway. How's that sound? That's fine with me. Glad you enjoyed the Michigan State game. Yeah, a lot of football this weekend. So, In today's podcast, we're going to be discussing legacy planning, why it's important, and some strategies to consider when incorporating your legacy into your financial plan. So let's start off, Matt. You know What is legacy planning, and why is it important? Absolutely. So legacy planning is all about ensuring that your hard-earned assets and values are passed down to future generations in a meaningful and tax-efficient way. It helps ensure that your priorities and wishes are upheld throughout life and after you've passed, whether it's through education, charitable giving, trust planning, or something else. Building a legacy can ensure the next generations of your family are supported. Now, legacy planning isn't just for wealthy or elderly. It's a critical step for anyone who wants to leave a lasting impact. First, you'll want to clearly define what you want your legacy to be and the impact that you want to make. A legacy can come in many forms. It can be financial, educational, institutional, the fulfillment of wishes, or even the passing of values and life lessons. Are there people in your life that you want to support financially when you passed? Are there special considerations that need to be made to do so? And do you want to leave a lasting impact on your community or a specific organization that you're passionate about? Once you start to outline the important components of your vision for your legacy, you can start to incorporate that into your financial plan. A lot there, Matt, but really legacy planning can mean a lot of different things to different people, right? kind of takes its own shape and form based on what your client's goals are and what they're passionate about in their situation. Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to touch on a few things today, maybe a little bit mostly focused on legacy planning. Also going to talk a little bit about business planning. If you happen to be a business owner, you know, what are some strategies that um, our clients can think about, Matt, when when talking about legacy planning? Sure. So, your legacy is not going to be passed. The strategy can't be implemented without a blueprint and the pursuit of, of your objectives. It should be seamlessly integrated with your financial goals. A strategy can help you organize your efforts and keep you on the path that leads to success. It's not a one-size-fits-all approach. It's really a personalized journey that should be thoughtfully integrated into your broader financial plans. And there's several common legacy planning strategies to consider when you start thinking about that. So first, you want to create a detailed inventory of your assets, financial accounts, real estate investments, business interests, and personal property. 
Now, we um, at Yo and Yo Wealth Management and Avantax like to build financial plans for all of our clients, really. That's kind of the foundation of the relationship. And gathering these pieces of information is really the first step in building that financial plan for you. So I would say if you're on a path to having a, a financial plan built with us, um, this is going to kind of uh, coordinate with that effort of thinking about legacy planning, working with your financial professional, such as us to assess your current financial situation, including your income, expenses, debt, savings, and making sure that it aligns with your overall financial goals. You know, when we build these plans for clients, a lot of times what we talk about is, hey, do you want to leave assets to your kids? You know, what kind of things do you want to do for charity? Um, so we build these things in the financial plan. What a lot of people find out is that they have excess assets at the end of their financial plan. So we have a discussion about, you know, what would they like to do with that? Believe it or not, um, maybe you do. Some people don't want to leave anything to their children. And so, um, you know, they want to make sure that they spend all the assets down that they have. And and that might be for many reasons, not because they don't like their kids, but, you know, their kids are financially secure. And really, the the family has built up this balance sheet and, and plan that uh, they want to to live off of and enjoy in retirement. So having those conversations is really important when we do the the financial plan. I know, Matt, a lot of times clients, not that they don't want to leave anything to their kids, but it's not maybe their main goal, right? They know their kids yes. are going to be okay. They know there'll be something for them at, you know, when they pass, but they want to enjoy life. They've worked hard. They're in retirement and, uh, you know, they want to be able to do what they want to do. Enjoy that money. A lot of times what it is, they want to enjoy that money now with their kids, not save it, not do anything, not have any memories. And they pass and the kids get all the money and well, what do we have to show for it? So, um, but yeah, right. that does come up with a, a lot of our clients. Right. And it helps clients when we build a plan to see that they are not at a high risk of running out of funds uh, exactly. through their plan. You know, we build these plans to age 100. You know, people always laugh, oh, I'm not going to live that long, but you never know. So we want to plan for it. But even when we build these plans and show that they're not at risk of running out of money, then that's really when we open up the discussion about, well, what would you want to do with this money if you had anything left over? Um, so it's really it's really relevant to a lot of the the plans we build and a lot of the clients that we're meeting with. I was going to ask, what are some of the documents or things they might start with uh, when building their their plan? Uh, the basic thing you want is a will. It's uh, something you'll draw up with your attorney. And that's another thing I want to mention is when you're working with us, you're working with your financial planner and your accountant together as it relates to building portfolios, doing planning, and being tax efficient. When we start talking about legacy planning, that's when we really want to start to loop your attorney or uh, someone who can uh, build wills and trusts for you. And it's a conversation that we want to be involved with too. So, you know, the more people you can have working together on your financial picture, the better. And this is where the attorney comes in. So you want to draft a will to determine how assets should be distributed upon your passing. And having that legal document in place can make sure that uh, assets are distributed according to your wishes rather than, um, you know, just what maybe the court system would would want to consider. And this is also when we talk about setting up beneficiaries for your accounts and trusts. There's uh, ways that we can set up your accounts 
so that you do pass the assets to your children or whomever you'd like without going through probate, which is really the main objective when it comes to setting up a will and trust. Probate is basically the court system that helps to execute the asset and the estate transfer. And a lot of times they decide what goes where and it's public information and it can be costly. So having these accounts and your assets designated to move according to your wishes helps to avoid some of those um, uh, expensive and uh, cumbersome issues such as you know going to court and having everything kind of laid out. So having the beneficiaries updated on your retirement accounts, life insurance, investments, all that, that's something that we'll look at during the financial plan too. Yep. I've heard uh, horror stories from folks that uh, didn't check their beneficiaries and they maybe had an ex-spouse or someone listed as their 401k or IRA beneficiary, forgot about it, passed away, and and their second wife or their family weren't able to get the assets in that account because the ex, uh, ex-spouse uh, uh, was still as listed as beneficiary. So that's important to look at at a regular basis. Absolutely. And you see it in the media sometimes too, where, you know, wealthy actor, you know, entertainer passes away and they didn't have their estate set up properly. And now it's in the public eye and other people are, you know, wanting to get a piece of it. And it's just a a situation we want to avoid. Now, not everyone's going to be uh, eligible or going to need a trust, you know, or different types of estate uh, accounts, things like that. But, you know, when you get into the higher net worth clients and, and prospects, that's when you really want to start to think about it. But there's other things that you can do, and this is going to become more relevant here in the in the near term. So at the end of 25, the lifetime estate and gift tax exemption is going to revert back to the pre-Trump era. And basically, that's going to get cut in half in 26. So basically, what that means is if your estate is over a certain value, $12.92 million per person uh, this year, that's going to be cut in half at the start of 2026. So in other words, if you pass away as a couple, you would double that amount. So it'd be 12.92 million as a couple. If your state, your taxable estate is above that amount in 2026 and you pass away, that opens yourself up to estate taxes. So there's things we can do now to prepare you for that change and potentially reduce the estate. Uh, tax liability. We won't get into detail about that now, but just know that as the tax code, as law changes, we can help modify your plan to avoid paying excess estate taxes and be able to pass on more to your beneficiaries. Yep. That's very important. A couple of things to point out. That's why it's important to start now. So 2026 may seem like a long ways away, you know, over two years. But uh, if you have uh, complex plans, it can take some time for the attorneys to figure out what you want, figure out the best strategies, have the attorneys uh, structure the documents. So if you have clients that are high net worth, now's the time to think about it and start talking about it to figure out your plan. And also be aware that things are constantly changing. And we're on top of that. Uh, That's why we uh, remain employed as CPAs, because the laws are always changing. And just when we think we haven't figured out, they come back with more changes. So again, this is all scheduled to happen at the end of 2025. There could be changes in between now and then. Uh, But we're on top of that. And that's why you need to work with professionals in order to make sure you're dealing with the current the current rules that are in place. 
Right. And kind of a tag on to when we talked about building plans out to age 100 and some of our clients not realizing that their estate is going to grow uh, to, you know, more than they expected. That's kind of when we can open up that discussion. Hey, if you live to 100 and you've got a certain rate of growth on your investments and, you know, you're working to 65 and, um, you know, inflation and your expenses aren't uh, uh, too much to where they're draining your assets, then we may have an estate tax issue. There's clients I've met with that didn't realize that if they did live to 100, they might owe uh, millions in estate taxes because they have, had never built a plan before and see how the growth really impacts their estate. So having these conversations early and being able to uh, make adjustments so that that doesn't happen down the road, I think is really important too. Yep, exactly. So Pete, I'm going to switch it over to you because I think this is more relevant from a CPA or tax standpoint. Talk a little bit about gifting assets throughout your lifetime and what that means as it relates to legacy planning. There's a lot of different ways to go about that. You know, there's annual gift exclusions. Currently, I believe it's 17 or 18,000 a year that you can give to anyone, to family members without having to report any of that. You're not using up any of your lifetime exemptions. So the earlier you start that, the better. If you can start doing, if you have the means to start doing annual gifts to your family, to the next generation, to grandkids, there's more complicated ways of doing that that we won't get into today. Um, there's also educational funds that you can set up for your kids or your grandkids that grow tax deferred. You don't pay tax on the earnings as they grow. And then as long as they are used for educational purposes, either for your kids or grandkids or pass down the line, um, you don't pay tax on the earnings. So those are a few of the you know basic things to think about when, when talking about gifting. Right. Now, uh, a lot of questions I get from clients as it relates to education planning and the 529s is, hey, what if my child doesn't use it? Can you talk a little bit about, you know, what happened with Secure 2.0 and and the new options that are available there? Yeah, so there's a couple options there. Number one, and this has always been available, you can transfer that to other members of your family. So let's say you set it up for your kids. Um, your kids get scholarships, decide to go right into the workforce, don't use, don't use the money for college. They can pass it on to their grandkids or to your grandkids. Um, so the ways of doing that. But another very interesting option that's becoming available next year in 2024 is that you can actually move that money to Roth IRA accounts for your children. So again, same situation. Maybe you put money away for your son. He ends up going right into the workforce. He's earning money. He's 19 years old, uh, doing well. You can take some of that money in that 529 and make Roth contributions for your son or daughter for multiple years in order to get that money out of that account and growing tax-free for them for the rest of their life. So that's a can be a very powerful uh, tool uh, when, when talking about college funds that you might not use for college. Right. Absolutely. I think that was one thing in Secure 2.0 that mm -hmm. is relevant to a lot of our clients and uh, allows their children or beneficiaries to put away some money into a Roth. One thing that I think it's important to note is we're right now talking about legacy planning for families and, and financial plans that we build. And But it is important to note that we also do 
legacy planning for business owners and how they pass along their business to their beneficiaries or heirs or, or however they decide to to exit the business. We're talking about legacy planning as it relates to that too. And again, working with an attorney to bring them into the picture and helping to build a plan and um, exit strategy that is relevant to the business owner is, is one thing that we do a lot too. Yep. That, that kind of rolls right into succession planning. And that a lot of times goes hand in hand with, with legacy planning. Legacy is about your lifetime and what happens after you're gone. Succession planning is how you're going to transition that business from you to either your kids or if your family's not interested to other people in the business or an outside party. Um, and so again, very important to work with a planner and your, your CPA and starting early to figure out what you want to do. So you know, that legacy is a huge part about a business, you know, about for business owners, business owners want to keep that business going. It's tough to transfer. We know the stats of how many businesses will last two generations and three. And the farther down the line you get, the harder it is to transition that. But um, the sooner you start planning and come up with it in your mind, uh, what you want to do, working with professionals can make that happen. Right. And I think to your point, the sooner the better, uh, because there's things we can do now to structure that succession plan and your legacy that can potentially save you a lot in taxes um, mm -hmm. so that when you do decide to get out, you know, there's uh, more leftover for everyone else. Yep, exactly. One other item that's a big part of legacy planning is charitable giving. And so there's a lot of different tools that we can deal with. We're not going to get into details today about those. But uh, if, so people who are charitably inclined want to leave their legacy by donating to any type of not-for-profit, a church, a school, um, creating foundations, um, things like that. Um, you know, for those folks, you can establish a charitable legacy. And by doing it the right way, you can keep more of that money by good financial planning and tax planning so that more of that money can go to those charities that you want to cover. So that is often a huge part of legacy planning is, is figuring out those charitable wishes of our clients and the best way to do that. Exactly right. Yep. There's a lot of opportunities there to be charitable and also save on taxes. Absolutely. All right. So that kind of covers um, a little bit about what legacy planning looks like. Again, it's it's really different. It's not one size fits all. Um, there's never going to be a case that's exactly the same. Everybody has different situations, wants, needs, family sizes, goals, and dreams. So, you know, that's what's important. Uh, a lot of times clients come in and they say, well, well, what can I do? You know, how, you know, how do I go about this? And our first question is, well, what do you want to do? What do you want to see happen? And once we know that, there's pretty much any, you know, a number of different ways we can go about that, but we can make those things happen. You just, you know, it can be very flexible, can be very customized. So we just need to know what the clients want and we can do our best to make that happen. So anything else you wanted to cover today, Matt? No, I think that's an important point to know when we're meeting with clients and building financial plans, we want to know what's important to them. We can build in different scenarios. Hey, what if I donated this amount per year uh, to my 
you know, favorite charity or church? Um, what if I did this? You know, what if I gifted to the kids? There's what if scenarios that we can build into the plan that are specifically customizable to our clients. So that's kind of, the, again, the foundation of the relationship, that financial plan. And then we can show them if they did that, um, how this would benefit them, or we can build in scenarios that said, hey, what if we did this? Um, and how it would save them on taxes and put more more money in their pocket for future generations or to use in retirement. Exactly. Thanks, Matt. So I think that's about it for time today. If you'd like to learn more about legacy planning or discuss your personal financial plan or legacy plan with someone, please reach out to Matt or myself or your CPA here at Yo and Yo, and we'd be happy to talk with you about it and get you started down that road. You can also visit our website for information at yoandyo.com. And thanks, Matt, for talking with us today. Thanks, Pete. Appreciate it. Thanks, everyone, for listening and have a great day. For tuning in to Yo and Yo's Everyday Business Podcast. Yo and Yo's podcast can be listened to on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and of course our website. Please subscribe, rate, and review. For more business insights, visit our resource center at yoandyo.com and be sure to subscribe to our newsletters. We'll talk to you next time on Yo and Yo's Everyday Business Podcast. The information provided in this podcast is believed to be valid and accurate on the date it is first published. The views, information, or opinions expressed during the podcast reflect the views of the speakers. This podcast does not constitute tax, accounting, legal, or other business advice or an advisor-client relationship. Before making any decision or taking action, you should consult with a professional regarding your specific circumstances. Investment advisory services are offered through Avantax Planning Partners. Commission-based securities products are offered through Avantax Investment Services, member FINRA SIPC. Insurance services offered through licensed agents of Avantax Planning Partners, 3200 Olympus Boulevard, Suite 100, Dallas, Texas, 75019. The Avantax entities are independent of and unrelated to Yo and Yo Wealth Management. Peter Bender is an Avantax registered representative. Not all financial professionals are licensed to offer all products or services. Financial planning and investment advisory services require separate licenses. Avantax affiliated advisors may only conduct business with residents of states for which they are properly registered. Please note that not all of the investments and services mentioned are available in every state. This material is for informational purposes only. It is not intended as investment, tax, or other advice or an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any financial instrument. Indices are unmanaged, represent past performance, do not incur fees or expenses, and cannot be invested into directly. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Consult with your financial, tax, or other appropriate advisors on all matters pertaining to financial accounting or tax obligations and requirements.